People just don't give this any attention. They don't give it the attention that it deserves. And it's robbing our way of life. It's robbing how we can enjoy things, day-to-day things. It's it's making us change our identities in a way that I'm not comfortable with. We are, of course, talking about the lettuce shortage. There is a gross shortage of lettuce. I had a burger from Hungry Jack's the other day. And it was just a meat patty smothered in mayonnaise. I still ate it. But I wasn't impressed. You know? So was there, was there a bun? There was a bun. There was a second bun? There was two buns. Was there a t- tomato? I think there was a tomato. Was it was there, not memorable. Was there a slice of cheese? Yeah. Look. But no lettuce. Yeah. I like to convince myself that this... Trans fat burger I'm eating at 3am After being at Crown Casino For Well God near Six hours I know I didn't hit the six hours Because legally They have to check in with you now To make sure you don't have a problem <laughs> They didn't They didn't reach that point exactly They didn't tap me on the shoulder Anyway I went Just to try to Enjoy a healthy meal And Just get my Vitamins from A thin Crisp vegetable That's Smushed in between just like layers of fat and mystery. That's what's in a Hungry Jack's burger, fat and mystery. And it was nothing. It was nothing. It, we all know the green part is the healthiest part. If it's green, it's good. Green is good. Green's green for go. Go green. Good for the environment. Good for your stomach. Sure. Slice of tomato is healthy. But that's red. Yeah. Red is stop. Don't go. Don't go there. Bad. I see I see red. I'm angry. Exactly. Green, what does that mean? It means go. Go your good thing. Anyway, I was very disappointed and I looked into this. There's a lettuce shortage all around. I mean we just had a meal then. They gave us cabbage. They gave cabbage in a salad instead of lettuce and expect we're not gonna know the difference. We know the difference. You know, it's it's interesting. We, and we talk about palmer brain a lot in this show. I have palmer stomach. And I think that's partly because there was no lettuce. Because you eat the palmer, there's a salad with chips. And in my salad with chips, there was, there was, there was, no, there was no lettuce. Well, lettuce is, is a head of lettuce. So it gives you that heady high. You know, you get that head, head-based high when you have that devil's lettuce. 
And that makes you healthy when you have it. And that will give you palmer head, palmer brain. Um, but if you if you have that that cabbage, that bad sativa indica cabbage blend, that'll give you a body high, like a gut, a bad gut, palmer gut. So yeah, now I'm bloated, and I got the palmer stomach. Sure, I don't have palmer brain, but I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't know what's worse. I think I would have preferred just having the lettuce and. Living with the brain for a couple hours, <laughs> you know. Well, this is you know, there's no, there's no lettuce in anything anymore. Like there's, there's a, it's a genuine shortage, and it's concerning. Because when you replace something with cabbage, like cabbage <laughs> is a different vegetable. Like they're not, they look the same. I get it. They're both round. They both are kind of leafy. But you know, lettuce ain't gonna make you fart your brains out. I tell you what. Is this that dissimilar to Hollywood looking at like a part for like a Vietnamese person and going, we can just cast a Korean person. Like they look the same. No one's going to know the difference. I know the difference and I'm offended. So what I'm saying is if you're not upset by this lettuce and the cabbage replacing the lettuce, you're racist. You, there I said 100%, it. hundred percent. You are racist. You've got to be the worst kind of racist. You're like, close enough is good enough. You're like, they're all the same vegetables. They're not all the same. They have names and deep cultural heritage that you're ignoring. And that's very offensive to call Asian people vegetables. It is. Like they're all brain dead or something. They're actually very smart, which is also a hurtful stereotype. <laughs> you know what? Asians... You can't win. They're not too smart and they're not too dumb. They're just the right kind of intelligent all the time. They're average. They're not weak and feeble, but they're not like strong and and like physical martial arts either. Yeah, they're not the Jackie Chans, you know? They're not all Jackie Chans, you racists. They're not weird, creepy, overly uh, sexual types, but they're also not asexual. Boy, a lot of Asian stereotypes are just dealing opposites. I mean, I mean, I don't know. When I think about it, those stereotypes exist for everyone. You know, there's like nerdy and buff, sexualized every person. You just need to see people as blank canvases and and then make up your mind as you go. But also don't make up your mind because you can never really 100% know a person. Yeah, you got to be surprised, open to surprise and give the people a chance to surprise you. But, but not by like interchanging it with cabbage. And that's a bad surprise. That's the real moral point we want to drive home. Cabbage ain't lettuce. Okay. Italians aren't Jewish. It's true. We both have big noses, but that's where it ends. Okay? That's where it ends. All right. Thank goodness I got that rant off my chest. Is Ray Romano a lettuce or a cabbage? Oh. Good question. I'd say he's a cabbage. Oh. 
is actually a lettuce. You what? haven't seen Ray Romano in much lately, have you? Why is he a lettuce? You haven't seen him around lately much why, lately. Why, why, why? Haven't you? I haven't, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen him since Everybody Loves Raymond. Exactly. He's lettuce. He's lettuce? He's gone. But on that show, he was cabbage. Yeah, he was just playing cabbage. Because people thought they wouldn't know the difference. I know the difference. But in real life, he's lettuce. Because you don't see him much around anymore. I try to order a hamburger. And I'm like, where's my Ray Romano? Hmm. They just didn't have any in there. Deborah! Robert! <laughs> the premise of that show is families complain. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the... It's like the... I mean... It's like, fa- yeah, families yelling at each other. Yeah. And they hate each other. And then they... Everyone hates their mother-in-law. It's like, wouldn't you hate your mother-in-law if they lived across the street? I mean, it could be so handy. <laughs> I mean, they look after the kids all the time, right? But then they come in unannounced, and then they tell you your lettuce when you're really cabbage. Yeah, they they do parent you a lot. But they're parents. What do you expect? How much... Everybody loves Raymond. Have you watched Ross? Far too many. I feel like you would have watched them all. Just even if like by halfway through you hated it, you would have made it all the way through. Just out of principle. Did that have like a season finale that was like when it ended that it was like, oh, you know how like a lot of them have big send-offs or did it just kind of end? Uh, It had a, if I remember, it had a final episode. That was written as a final episode, mm. but it was done as like a, there's nothing to resolve. So it's like leaving it in a way that it's like, just imagine that they'll continue just getting into mishaps when the camera's off. Oh, really? Kind of ending. So they left it open-ended. It's like, no, 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 not one of them died or anything. Oh, well, I wouldn't expect a family sitcom to end in it. In a death like that. Yes, that would have made it interesting. <laughs> I mean, it would have changed the whole tone of the show. <laughs> I mean, it would have upset all its fan base. <laughs> but it would have been unpredictable. You know what? Compromise. I think they should have rebooted it and updated it for the modern world. For the modern family? Oh, uh, no. Mo- modern family. Oh, yeah, that's... I get that's pretty modern, I guess. Well, there's a gay couple in it. That's and modern. And it took three seasons for them to peck each other on the lips. Oh, really? <laughs> See, that's another show that, like, I think I watched the first four shows, four four episodes, and I'm like, yeah, this is fun. And then I'm like, but I have n- no need to watch anymore. Oh, it took me one episode to go, I don't care about this. <laughs> I just heard that, like, people really love it. Yeah, I just heard that three seasons in, people were like, wait, wait a minute, the gay couple have never kissed. And then they're like, oh, God, we better make them kiss. But then it's just the most smallest peck on the lips. Oh. But they showed full frontal rim job, so <laughs> just to make up for it in the fourth season. Ty Burrell and uh, what's her name? Claire Bowden. Yeah. 
fucking she just fucking went full ham on Ty Burrell's butthole, <laughs> and that was okay. <laughs> but the gay couple kiss, uh, pecking each other on the lips, that was the compromise. <laughs> what is this a real thing that happened in it? I actually don't know. I haven't watched enough. You could be fucking with me. I just trust your pop culture knowledge. If you say anything, I'm like, imagine a family sitcom happened. has a major storyline where a father figure gets his butthole eaten out by his wife. <laughs> I mean, it's modern. What's more modern? Guys like what they like. Eating ass. And what's better than a open, like a, a very, like a married. Couple communicating their sexual wants, needs, desires, and kinks. You know, that's modern. It could be in that sitcom. No, just based on the name. Did it happen? No, it didn't. Okay. Here's what's modern. Here's what's modern. All right. A traditional nuclear family. Okay, I'm listening. It's a heteronormative cis. Okay. Yeah, it's not um, going to win over many fans, but. Uh, another. One- uh, a, a step family. Okay, I'm listening. Like, was an interracial step family. Okay, yeah, it's a bit of a hook. Uh, with a huge age difference. Oh, and then, oh okay. And then the, the woman's like banging hot. But the okay. guy is like fat at O'Neill. Ah, you're just describing modern family. <laughs> no, oh, this is what modern is for modern family. Okay. And the third one is gay couple adopt uh, Asian... Asian child take three seasons for him to just peck on the lips. <laughs> I tell you what, this modern family never dealt with what? the one modern issue that's bugging us all. What? No lettuce. Yeah, that's true. That's the one thing none of the TV shows are uh, even bold enough to touch. There are people out there hoarding lettuce. They're cultural elites. With basements full of this lettuce, while people go and they make eating lettuceless burgers. It's disgusting. You know, while people, you know, they say QAnon says that they went on Epstein's island as celebrities, you know, to mm. get on board for child I, sex slaves. I hear that fucking island's just a lettuce field. It is. People think that fucking they're taking hell. the babies and they're sacrificing the babies to get their adrenochrome. To keep themselves young, the celebrities to keep themselves young and youthful. It's not that. It's the lettuce. They're keeping the lettuce for themselves, and they're eating all the lettuce to make keep themselves youthful. Ain't no babies dying. Wow. Ain't no blood sacrifice for baby. It's making a lot of sense. Just an island full of lettuce. No wonder they want to cover it up. They're just they're taking they're getting their friends because they want to hoard all this lettuce. They're getting their friends to admit to pedophilia just to hide that lettuce island. They don't want to know about that lettuce island. If there's an island full of lettuce in this lettuce shortage, you'll be damned if I'm not booking a ticket there and picking those fields. You know that noose that Jeffrey Epstein was hung with was actually made of lettuce. You're shitting me. Is this real? It's absolutely real. I don't read a lot of news. Epstein didn't kill himself. It wasn't a belt? It wasn't. He didn't kill himself, and he didn't kill himself with a belt. It was just a lettuce vine. It was a vine of lettuce. Oh, fuck. Do they grow in vines? They do on Epstein's Island. Oh, my God. What is this magical place filled with lettuce? You know, I hear on the Lolita Express, mm-hmm. Epstein's plane. Is that what they, Is that really what he called it? Yes. 
and they just took him. They took him that long to catch him. <laughs> They're like, I guess he's just a fan of books. What? <laughs> and it's a book and a Kubrick film where this guy just dates a horrifically young woman. Right? That's yeah. the whole concept. Y- yeah, yeah. And and that didn't ring any alarm bells. No, no. How, this guy was doing it for how many years? I I watched that documentary, that billionaires thing, whatever. You know that billionaires behaving badly or whatever mm. that on Netflix. I don't even know if that's the title, but that one sounds better than whatever it is. Um, about uh, but but the, what that took him that long? <laughs> he was just had his name. He's playing named after like a very famous movie and book. Just about what he was doing. About the bad thing that he was doing. It's like me naming my yacht Scarface. And just importing cocaine. And be like, nothing to see here. You know, it's a good thing. I don't think they've never found about Epstein's cruise. Cruise ship. What was that called? The Clockwork Orange. Oh, no. What was he doing on there? You know, just beating people, oh, yeah. raping them, singing, singing, singing in the rain. Oh my god, that's horrific. Well, people should pay attention to names. Names are important. Okay. Well, I was going to say Matt Groening. Yeah. When he was getting those foot rubs from a sixteen-year-old on the Lolita Express. Did that happen? Supposedly. That. <laughs> It was with lettuce. It was with less. Just wasting lettuce on his feet? Yeah, his gross feet. That's disgusting. Apparently, she had like a whole diary, and she goes into detail about how gross the feet were. Really? Is this a real thing? Uh, This part is, yes. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell with you. <laughs> Look it up. Matt Me- Groening, Lolita Express, foot rubs. <laughs> foot rubs. It's <laughs> like... Imagine keeping a diary about the feet you've rubbed. My God. Seth MacFarlane had to jump in and get like a hand massage. Is that real? No. Okay. He Did he go on the plane too? No, he famously did not go on the plane. Okay, so he's The like, 9-11 plane. Oh, okay. So he was on the leader. Probably. <laughs> Dear Lord. I mean, if you rub all that green on a human foot, that makes your skin yellow, which is why the Simpsons are how they are. That is what Matt Greening really... That was his real inspiration. It wasn't because what the reason they gave. That was just one of the colors they had because they didn't have much money. Oh, really? Is that the real reason? Initially. And yellow was cheaper than, what, like a pink color? Like flesh color. Oh, really? That's actually interesting. I no longer respect him because of those foot rubs. The Simpsons is ruined for me. Every time I watch Homer and Marge, Maggie, Bart, and Lisa, I'm just going to picture gross feet with overgrown toenails and bunions and blisters being popped by a child on a plane. Thanks for ruining The Simpsons, Ross. You could say they did that well themselves for about 20 years, but... I bet, uh, yeah, they definitely did. I don't think I've watched any of the new ones. You don't have to. 
I mean, have you? I've seen too much of him. <laughs> You're like, I've seen some things. I've seen some things, man. You ever, you ever seen Nelson jack off behind a cactus and then get post-nut clarity? Is that an episode? Listen to Ross Petty Destroys Comedy. I go into this quite a bit. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was a joke where Nelson takes some pornography photos and it's implied he jacks off and then he immediately regrets it, i.e. post-nut clarity. Okay. Well, The Simpsons really trying to compete with Family Guy and uh, like South Park at this point. They used to be better than that. They didn't have to have their characters nut. They didn't have to have a 10-year-old character nut. Yeah. You don't have to have 10-year-olds nut. If I make a family TV show, none of my characters are going to nut. All right? It's just going to be wholesome fun. And if I become a great animator, storyteller extraordinaire, I'm not going to get a 14-year-old to rub my bunions. Definitely not. You get a full-grown woman who's had kids, who's raised them on her own, like a single mum who's hardy, who looks looks tired, and I respect her for the hard work she's done. I'm going to get that woman to rub my feet because she's a strong woman. I'm not going to break some child and make them use their weak child fingers on my crusty old feet. It is a good reminder that a 16-year-old is literally a child. Even though they're two years away from adulthood, but they're literally a child. In the eyes of the law, Purdy, have you got a problem with that? Well, you could argue they're not quite a child. And they're not quite a woman. Not quite, a, quite, quite an adult. Like the Britney Spears song. Yeah. Toxic. <laughs> how it's toxic how we sexualize women younger and younger. Well, that too. This could be the wokest podcast <laughs> in the world. There, I said it. We've talked about race relations, lettuce, the importance of not banging kids. I think we need to raise the denounced age. people who do. I think we need to raise the age of consent. Yeah. 55. <laughs> 55. All right. What would that look like? <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah, at that point. The libido's gone. The libido's gone. You don't care. You, you all look terrible anyway, so <laughs> physical attraction's not going to matter as much. A lot of you probably aren't going to be able to have kids. I mean, the, I mean, the guys can still pop it off, but the women are probably... <laughs> pop lo- it off. <laughs> Pop it off. The women long have long had menopause. <laughs> Jesus. The menopausal, so <laughs> it's honestly the best time to have what? sex. You you don't emotionally understand the the in, the the intensity that is uh, sexual sexual acts until you're fifty five. Uh, I mean, you're not fifty five. How do you know this? I've done a lot of research. <laughs> Are you 55 in sex years? <laughs> God. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I haven't gotten myself checked. <laughs> what? 
What do you do? Cut your penis in half and count the rings? Like, how do you check the age? Your sex age? You see how many liver spots you have on your penis. (laughs) I don't think they're liver spots. Liver spots. That's why you go get get them checked. Is it a wart or is it a liver spot? If it's a liver spot, you're 55. (laughs) If it's a wart, it's just run-of-the-mill genital herpes and you need to grow up. If you have a liver spot, that's respectable. Congratulations, you've reached the age of consent. Go out there and have some fun. You know, technically, I'm a 29-year-old man. I could have sex with an 18-year-old, but then people would think... You're a I'm, legend. I'm, well, then there's pe- some, pe- some <laughs> people who think I'll be, I'm taking advantage of this woman. I'm grooming her. Such a big <laughs> age difference. If we were both 55, no one would care. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're the same age. <laughs> if and you're super old. No one's wh- like, your brain isn't fully were- developed yet. <laughs> I mean, it isn't because you're losing memories then. It's like, wait, wait. If you're 55 and, so it's like 10 years, right? If you'd be 45. Yeah, no one would care about that. I'm just saying, I'm the most sex positive person there is. Well, this is a very super, woke podcast. It's super gross. It's sex is super <laughs> gross and you got to raise the gauge of consent to 55. <laughs> I dare you to try to get that petition signed and put him <laughs> and put him in front of Parliament, <laughs> like, like, like protect our youth, raise the age of consent to fifty-five. Can you sign this petition? I'll film that Ross Purdy vox pop. <laughs> if you go round with a petition, just go down the street here on Smith Street, <laughs> like where they had a pride parade a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> that was celebrating everyone's like sexuality and liberation. And you walk around trying to raise the age of consent to 55. I just want to see reactions. <laughs> Listen to that, listeners. We'll put that on the back burner. We might do it. Uh, yeah, that sounds like something we'd do. We'll have some well-thought-out responses and some fake statistics that we'll make up. Look, the brain isn't fully developed until you're 25. Just, just imagine how developed your brain would be if you gave it. If you gave it. <laughs> but gave it. Five. 30 more years. Oh, wow. That's too long. I'm already losing my mind now. If, I can't imagine what I'm, what this, this mess is going to be like at 55. That's a terrifying thought. See, I, I, I don't think I'm going to be doing anything, anything at 55. Will might look quite good at 55. If only we just had some damn lettuce to eat. If only we could revitalize our youth with some fucking lettuce, those cultural elites. Keeping young, forever young with their lettuce hoarding. They need to get older. They need to keep themselves old. 55 at least. <laughs> Guess i got to get to that island. Got to harvest that lettuce. Got to bring it back and put it in burgers. <laughs> Got to make the world whole again. Need to get on those flat logs. Put a Lolita Express. <laughs> Reckon it's still in operation? It's probably still being chartered by his estate or something. Like, it's, probably. it's probably still making money. I mean, 
Epstein have kids? They inherited it. <laughs> Did anyone in- inherit that pedo money? That's a different version of the show Succession. <laughs> now, kids, one of you is going to have my sex island, my sex plane, <laughs> and my sex cruise ship. I'm going to look it up. Did he fucking have... Do you reckon he did? See, Logan Roy in Succession is his catchphrase is pretty much "fuck off." Wow. Jeffrey Epstein's catchphrase would be "fuck kids." Okay, here we go. And <laughs> there's literally it's literally like an autofill thing. Heirs to the pedo. <laughs> it's like it autofills did Epstein and then it's just like have kids. And like the heirs to the pedo. I mean, he had a lot of money. That's why he had rich friends. Someone's Googling it. People have written articles about it. Um, new questions. Officially, he has no kids, but there's stuff around how many children he may have fathered. Uh, hyper. Up to 130 people, including dozens of Brits, say they could be a love child of Epstein. I'm like, yeah, when there's 470 million million pounds on the line, I'm going to come forward and say I might have been an Epstein kid. Actually, no, I don't want to be known as that. (laughs) I mean, for 470 million pounds, would you do it? If you had to be, pretend to be Jeffrey Epstein's kid the rest of your life, I mean, for four hundred and seventy million pounds, that's like double, pretty much. Like it's like almost a billion Australian. Yeah. Would you just be like, hey, don't blame the son for the sins of his father? <laughs> yeah, my dad fucked all of his kids. Would you do it if you had to be tarnished with that reputation? Would you? I could. I could possibly could. Yeah, that's not so bad. I, I mean, mean if it's I'm horrific, just, but... If, I, if I'm just the son... You're just the son, you didn't do any of it. Nah. Well, I should get some of those... Some of that blood money. Yeah. What happens if... People found out that you... Spent your bar mitzvah on the island. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the party was. You're going to become a man, young young Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein Jr. JJJ. <laughs> J-E-J. Oh. oh, my God. Triple J, they call Triple it. Triple J. Which is ironic because Richard Kingsmill, Linda Mariano, Tom Tilly, Zan, <laughs> Zan Rowe, Sally and Erica, Ben and Liam, Matt O'Kine, and Alex Dyson and Tom Ballard, they're all on the flight logs. <laughs> and you can look that up. The Australian cultural elite just filling their gobs with heads of lettuce and the dreams of children across the nation. Yeah. I think I might pretend to be his kid if there's 470, 470 million at stake. Surely people wouldn't blame you for his stuff, you know? You know, Mm. you're different people. It's unfortunate. Maybe you could use that money for good. Maybe. Or maybe to buy another island. I mean, we know Andrew Bolt's son, and, you know, sometimes the apple does not fall far from the tree. 
Yeah. Sometimes it's just a tumorous growth on the side of the tree. That just knows. Doesn't knows, stand up for itself. That just knows when to keep quiet. Fuck. I hope no one listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> we got to lose friends over this episode. Well, we're talking about Andrew Bolt's son. We're going to Usain Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we know. Can you imagine Andrew Bolt just birthed a black man? That's <laughs> why he hates him so much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why he's so angry about immigrants. <laughs> and that kid was so upset at his conservative politics, he just became the fastest man alive at running away from his dad. <laughs> my, how did you get so fast, Usain Bolt? Like, my dad had conservative politics, <laughs> and I had to run away from him. And every time he said something racist, I ran a bit faster. He was conservative white man. You fill the rest of the blanks. Usain Bolt's like playing soccer in Australia now, right? I'm pretty sure he is. Is it wasn't that what that was a thing? He just decided he wanted to play soccer and everyone's like, sure. You're Usain Bolt, son of Andrew Bolt. You could do anything. <laughs> Oh, no, he retired from soccer. Oh, he did play in the Australian League for a while. But he was—he did do soccer for a bit. Yeah, he did. He just retired. It's pretty cool. You know what's similar in shape to a soccer ball? Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> you could kick it around. In fact... If it wasn't worth a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Head of lettuce. You don't touch that lettuce. You know how hard it is to get? I walked in Coles the other day. The whole thing's just gone. It's barren. It's empty. They replace it with cabbages. I think no one's going to know. <laughs> they even put the label cab- iceberg cabbage. I think we don't know. It's a conspiracy. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Cabbage. The iceberg cabbage. It's a deep, big conspiracy. Yeah, people... Cabbage ice- Titanic. Yeah, the iceberg lettuce has been like the most popular lettuce for a very long time. Sure, it had its competitors. It had a bit of rocket creep in, some spinach leaves, some, you know, like other forms of lettuce that tried to take its crown, but it was always there. And now they do this. Throw a cabbage in the works. Ridiculous. Filled with rage. Well, I hope we at least got to vent and make everyone realise what re- what's really going on in this world and the, the deep-seated problems that exist and what we have to fight for. We have to fight for our freedoms. We have to fight for uh, lettuce because there's a shortage and people don't want you to know and that's they're covering that up. So stay safe, everyone. If you see a... Iceberg lettuce. Grab clutch, it. Clutch onto it. Hang onto it tight. Draw a smiley face on it. Call it Wilson. Do whatever you have to do. Just keep it near and dear because there's not many left. We've been late at party, boys. <laughs>